What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today on how to succeed in corporate sales in one sentence. But before we get to that, if you've been following me, you know that I recommend owning a business, ideally a service-based business, especially as your first business, as the optimum way to go for a number of reasons. You can check out my articles and videos on how to start a service business and, and all my other articles on Starting a business, um, you know, you got low overhead, you know, internet, phone line, you know how to sell, you've got no inventory, you know, when you have all those things together, it is the best business to defeat the 90% um, failure rate in, in most businesses, especially, especially, especially when you know how to sell, okay? So if you have your own business or are close to starting one, I say go for it 100%. Okay, this is not an advertisement to get into corporate sales. This is for guys who are already in corporate sales or guys who don't have the money uh, or think they don't have the money to start a business and live off that for the next six months or who aren't confident enough in their sales skills to be able to start a business. Okay, so sales is the best industry for those two things for making money as well as learning how to sell on someone else's dime. My years in corporate sales and learning how to sell and, and all those outbound calls and meetings that I did uh, completely changed who I was as a man and as well as became the most important skill that I have in business as well as just in life. I mean, you're selling all the time in life whether you realize it or not and learning how to sell, especially at a professional level, is extremely valuable, okay? Corporate sales was my path to freedom, I started a business on the side, I scaled up that business in my free time and I bought my freedom with the money I made. I moved to Thailand and now I work on that business full time and I'll never work for someone else again. And you can do that too, if you're serious, okay? No joke, you can 100% do that too. Ideally though, especially, you know, if you don't have to move to Thailand, you don't have to, you know, a lot, most guys are going to stay in the West or in their own country. Ideally, you do it all in the same industry, especially if you're not planning to move. So you learn how to sell real estate and then you go off into your own real estate business or you work for a recruiting company learning how to sell headhunting services and then you go off and start your own headhunting company or something along those lines where you're learning industry specific stuff and then going off on your own. With that said, you don't have to do it that way. I didn't do it that way. Um, a lot of guys just learn how to sell and stack cash and then went into something else that they wanted to do. But that's the, the easiest transition is into an industry that you've already mastered. With that said, whatever way you're going to do it, um, you know, you want to learn the ropes on someone else's dime and, and then go out on your own. Um, I do not advise a career staying in corporate sales. You can stay there longer if you move up into management and then into higher levels of management. Um, but again, the corporate life is not ideal for optimizing your, your happiness and your lifestyle and just staying in corporate sales in the trenches forever. I'm going to tell you, you're not going to want to do that. Um, every sales guy I know gets burnt out. You know, you're like an NBA player, NFL player when you only have a certain amount of those years in your prime and uh, you don't want to stay there past your prime, especially when you're already getting burnt out. And it'd be like, you know, a couple years away of grinding from starting your own business. You you wanna you wanna get in there and you wanna have that business rocking on the side as soon as you can, within all legal compliance, of course. Okay, so to do all that, you have to learn how to survive and thrive in sales, okay? 
And here's, here's the ticket. Here's the kicker of the video. Here's how to succeed in sales in one sentence. Okay. Are you ready for it? Cause you're not going to like it. All right. Eat shit and love the taste. Okay. Let me say that again. Eat shit and love the taste. You, you're, you are going to eat so much shit in your corporate sales job. You are going to have to learn how to love the taste because you're going to have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. I'm telling you that right now. Okay. I'm telling you what all the sales trainers don't tell you, don't want to tell you. There's only one guy that keeps it real and that's Grant Cardone. And he talks about how he hated his sales job and he just learned how to get really good at it. And he tells you that sales is hard and you're going to hate it. Everyone else is blowing smoke up your ass. Okay. All those other guys, the exception of Tom Hopkins, who's good, but those two guys, the rest are just dream sellers. And I remember reading through all those sales training books and those manuals and I was like, these guys are on, these guys are high talking about, you know, the joys of selling. Sales is rough, it's cutthroat, it's hard, and you have to have your armor on every day ready to go into battle, okay? That's the reality of it, okay? That's what those guys don't want to tell you. It's rough and anyone who's telling you any different is lying to you, okay? So that's the first thing, okay? Corporate sales is cut, cutthroat, especially outbound, Okay? Inbound sales is hard too. Car, you know, working in a car dealership is hard too. Getting inbound calls is is hard too. But the hardest thing in the world is that outbound sales. Okay, where you've got your hundred calls a day, you've got people hanging up on you, you've got people you've been pitching for months canceling the meeting at the last minute, you've got guys that said they were going to sign the contract, and you told your boss in your target meeting that week that that guy was going to come in, and he either brushes you off or tells you he's not going to sign it. You've got uh, client fires that you got to put out every day on top of getting your new clients and on top of getting more from your current clients. You've got some clients that treat you well, but you've got a lot that, that are not going to treat you well. You've got support staff that's going to mess up your client order and put the blame on you. And head office or the managers aren't going to do it because everything aren't going to get involved because everything falls on your head. And it's your job that's on the line. The sales support will stay there forever, but it's your job that's on the line because you're the most important thing in that company is getting that revenue in, all right? You've got clients that will take out their frustrations on you because they know that you have to take it. You have to sit there and be nice to them and they can be as rude to you as, as they want, but you, you've got that target on your back every month. So they will, I'm spending money with this guy so I can take out my frustrations on him. You've got other salesmen fighting fighting you over clients. Oh, this, you know, I talked to them first or that was in my jurisdiction. Okay, you'll have some guys that'll be your boys in there, but I mean, you've got a lot of other killers in there that are coming for what you have. Or they're happy when a guy gets quit or quits or gets fired because they know that, that his book's gonna be divvied up in between the salesmen and they're one of the top guys, so they're gonna be getting your book when you leave. Okay, you've got guys that, you know, on some on a lot of trading floors that are going to try and bully you. Okay. And, uh, you know, you got to stand up from yourself and go hard and push back from day one because every office floor has a, has a whipping boy. And I'm telling you, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy that your boss and the guys on, on the office floor take their frustrations out on. Um, and the toughest part by far, you know, once you get used to it and, and you know, when you're starting out, just making a cold call scary. You know, but the toughest part by far, you know, combining all those other things, the toughest part by far is, is that monthly target. Okay. You are two to three months, two to three bad months away from getting fired at any time. That's the reality of, of life and sales. Don't believe any of that company mission statement or, or, you know, if they're trying to sell you, we're a family or if your boss is, is, 
acting like he's your friend. I mean, some guys might go out of the way for you, but I mean, two, three, four months not hitting your target, you're out of there, dude. Like that's the reality of it. And your boss is most likely, if you're in a high performance environment, he's going to be riding you hard. He's going to be right up your ass on that, on the monthly meetings, on the weekly meetings. Some guys do daily meetings about where you're, you know, which clients are coming in, what's the percentage, who's that, you know, and then they go through, okay, last week you said this guy was going to come in. And if you say you're not going to hit target, like I only have X amount of clients, they're going to be like, well, why aren't you going to hit target? Why? Okay. And so then you have to go in and add more and give, you know, a higher percentage of those coming in. And then that puts you in a place where you're over promising and, and under delivering if, if the results aren't coming through and then you're going to get hit on that and you're going to be thinking about your targets in the shower. You're going to be thinking about your targets when you're having sex with your girl. You're going to be thinking about that. Once you get adjusted to life and sales, you are living, you know, your number one priority in life becomes that monthly target because when you stop hitting those, the taps are turned off on your revenue. Like that's the reality of that game. Okay. And you feel like no one's in your corner because they're not. If you're lucky, you might have a boss who's ethical, but I mean, he's still dictated from head office of like, you guys got to hit these numbers. If you're not hitting it, he'll fire you too. You might have some friends and support staff. And in my book, I tell you how to, um, you know, get them to help you. But for the, for the majority of the time, it's like no one's in, no one's in your corner. Your boss is on top of you. Uh, you know, other sales guys are trying to get your clients, um, you know, your, your clients are on top of you and, and uh, putting pressure on you and having problems with things. Secretaries are, are telling you off. Uh, the decision makers hanging up on you and flaking on calls and flaking on meetings. I mean, everywhere you look, it, it, things are against you. And you still have to go in there and still have to be tough and still have to, um, you know, act like you're interested and act like you're involved and, and, and go hard on these things. I mean, it is, it is no joke. And the ironic thing is that you're, you're the most valuable asset to that organization. Okay. The most valuable thing to any business is revenue, no revenue, no business and sales guys get revenue. Ironically though, you're the first to get fired. The support staff can stay there for three years, messing up client orders and no one cares because that responsibility falls on you. Okay. You know, you, the sales guy is the first to get fired because if that revenue is not coming in, the business suffers. So you're the most valuable asset, but you're treated like the least valuable asset. It is known to you that, that you will get fired when you don't hit your targets. They might try and soften that or try and dream sell you on that. But when you start to work for a year and you start to see a guy get fired every month or every two months, you realize that that day will come for you if you don't make it happen. So, what you do, okay, what you do is you become a shark. This is what you have to become. You become a corporate killer, you become a shark, and a shark never sleeps. A shark's always on the hunt for its next meal. That's the mentality you have to take, okay? That's the mentality you have to take when you wake up every day, even on the weekends. You can't slack off and, you know, party all night for, for two nights and then wake up Monday morning all messed up and hung over and go into work and be able to win. Like you need to keep all that stuff on point. Okay. You have to wake up every day, put your armor on and go hard. Okay. When you're, when you've got that big presentation, you're work, you got to put on your $500 suit. You got to have your headphones in the motivational stuff on the way to work. You got to go into that washroom right before the presentation, take those deep breaths, wash your face off with water, pump yourself up, 
tell yourself you're a killer, you're gonna get it, you're gonna close, you're gonna, you know, this is mine, I'm taking this. Like that's the mentality you gotta have. You gotta pitch. I would go to conferences and the only time I could get in touch with a, a CEO of a billion dollar insurance company was, was when he was in the bathroom. So I'm going to a conference and pitching this guy in the bathroom because my boss sent me to that conference and he said, come back with a contract. So I'm there for two days, killing myself to get a contract, harassing people. I mean, it's rough, dude. I'm telling you that, okay? So diet, sleep, exercise, motivational audios, ejaculating as little as possible, you know, having all those metrics in place that keep you strong for you for you to, to be able to go hard and be that shark that you need to be, okay? And uh, when you do that, though, a crazy thing starts to happen. You make it happen. You become a different man. You become tougher than you thought possible, okay? I, the man I am now is not the same man that I was before almost a decade of, of cutthroat corporate sales. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And you become tougher than you thought you were capable of becoming. And that's why sales pays so well because no one wants to do it and most people can't do it. Most people cannot survive in a sales environment, period. One out of a hundred guys, maybe. And then you'll watch guys work for a year or two and then they'll bail out and do something else. You'll see so many guys quit and so many guys get fired. You know, it, it takes a lot for a guy to be, to get in there and make good money and, 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 you know, get seasoned and get skilled. You know, it's, it's obviously not on the same level, but it's kind of like an NBA player or a football player where you've got like five or seven good years in your prime of, of just pounding that phone and going hard and having your armor on. That's why you'll see a lot of sales floors are guys in their twenties and early thirties, right? Cause, cause you know, guys have either moved up, um, quit or been fired or, or gone off and started their own business. Uh, being in those trenches, man, that's tough. That's, that's like, you know, you got to train for that. You know, you got to think of yourself as a shark. You got to think of yourself like, you know, this is my stadium. You know, I'm going to the stadium every day. Like I'm an athlete, I'm training for it and, and I'm going hard. Like I couldn't go back to my 26 year old self. I mean, that would, that would take some real adjustment. I'm 35 to go back to where I was at 26, 27, just that, that savage machine. I mean, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable over here, man. I haven't made a cold call in, in over three years. I mean, it, it is a real, you know, you really have to become that machine, that shark, that, that, that barbarian dude. Okay. And that's, that's the whole key of it. Like you get paid on your mental toughness and your persistence in the face of obstacles and not having in your, anyone in your corner and that confidence and independence of just like, I'm going to take this all on by myself and I'm just going to power through and I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it, man. I'm just going to become that beast. Okay. Cor corporate sales. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the key. Here's the key. It's that cold hard cash. Okay. The kind of money you can't make at any other job. That's that's why you're doing it. All right. That's why you're doing it. And if you're long term planning, it's like this is what's gonna buy my freedom. Okay. Corporate sales at the right company is where a 25 year old, okay, with no specialized degree, no no, you know, not a professional, not a lawyer, not not an accountant, not a doctor, not some MBA, not some computer scientist, not some high super smart high IQ IT IT guy or programmer. But I'm talking about a 25-year-old dude who's just serious about his business can make 100 to 400K a year. Before I left Toronto, 
I was talking to some of my guys over at Salesforce, which is the biggest uh, sales CRM company, and they have a really um, aggressive sales culture, and they also get paid a lot. So the top guys there make make four hundred grand a year, and 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 they're 25, 26 years old, like serious, serious dough. Okay, you can make the same money in in the high level software sales, um, you know, in a bunch of other different industries, which you can see in my book How to Sell. So. That, my friend, is, 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 is why you're doing it, if you want it, okay? If you want it, it is your ticket to buy your freedom, okay? To buy your freedom and to learn the skills that you're going to use in your own business. It is not, I'm not telling you to work in the corporate world forever. I'm, you definitely don't want to be a salesman for the rest of your life. I promise you that moving up into management is a lot easier. Yes, you're it is a lot easier to be the boss than it is to be the guy in the trenches. But even then, I would I still encourage you to go your own route on your own business and own your own time and create your own hours and and not have a boss. Um, when when you do get that set up, you will understand why I'm telling you that. Okay, but it is the ticket out financially and is the ticket out with the skills that you can use in your own business. Like I used. I used my sales training to stack my cash, leverage those skills into a side business and become an entrepreneur. And I moved to Thailand where my online money um, quintupled in value. And I've only been scaling up since I left. Okay. And the, the reality of this is, is you might have to eat shit right now and like the taste of it, but